Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the rested life conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. Engaging the force of mercy. See, one of the things in which I've known God from the very beginning, even down to Revelation, is the fact that God has always been trying to route mercy so that his children can be able to enjoy rest. You all know me too, I keep saying this all the time, that from Genesis to Revelation, every time you read the scripture, you will always see God trying to make his children, trying to make his sons and his daughter for them to come into the place of rest. One of the things we see in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve, when they shifted their position, when God asked them, where are thou? All God was asking was the fact that let me know where you are so that I can take you back into the place of rest. But if you don't know where you are, how do you expect that God will be able to take you to the place of rest? Because why God in his infinite mercy, he will not go beyond the jurisdictions of this earth to allow your choice to be put on the table. And so this morning, as you are about to engage into the force of mercy. I want to encourage you this morning to open your heart, to open your mind, and to be specific this morning. One of the things in which God said to me in the early hours of this morning, he said, tell my children to be specific. I don't know what is that thing that you want to be specific for. What is the thing that you are believing God for? He said, tell my children that they should be specific. They should give me details and let me route mercy for them. And so this morning, as you are listening to my voice, I want you to have the piece of paper by your side. Write that one thing that you want to see happen in your life and be specific about that. Maybe for you, you want to get married and you are saying, Lord, I have tried all the principles that I can think of. I have tried everything of which I know. I have gone, in fact, I have even tried to put a ring in my hand. I have tried to act like a wife, but nothing is working. This morning, there is a grace for God to route a possibility for you to marry and marry well in the name of Jesus. If you are that kind of person be specific in terms of the kind of man you want to marry or maybe if you're a woman you I mean if you're a guy be specific in terms of the kind of woman I want to marry is it the woman that is tall is it the one that is short is it the one that has six pack is it the one that is fair in completion be specific be specific and so that very particular request where we are going to pray together and for those of you who knows too well that you'll be joining me on the third Sunday which means next week's on the live I want you to have that request and to come with me because why as I hold it by faith to join you between now and that time, you will see miracle happens in your life in the name of Jesus. And so this morning, please, I want you to open your heart as we begin to engage in the force of mercy. One of the things in which I want you to understand, what is mercy? Because we need to understand what is mercy. When we look at mercy from just the ordinary dictionary, mercy means, you see, it's a compassion of forgiveness shown towards someone who is within one's power to punish or to harm the offender. He <laughs> says it's a compassion of forgiveness shown towards someone who within one's power have the ability to punish or probably to harm an offender. I don't know, does that sound like those of you who are currently listening to me and you are saying that, man, I have done a lot of stuff that I don't know that if God will be able to forgive me my dear sisters and brothers I am here this morning to make you understand that the message of God despite the fact that you deserve judgment the 
message of God has been routed in Christ Jesus. And Jesus has become your propitiation. He stood for your sake. So that when you come boldly into the throne, you are not coming according to your own short force. You are not coming according to your own righteousness. You are not coming according to your own capacity. But you are coming in the capacity of Christ. And so because of that, what is mercy when it comes to God's kind of mercy? Mercy is given to making him punishment. Mercy is given whereby um, what you call punishment we deserve has been averted. Mercy is given for a punishment we deserve that has been averted on our lives. And that's exactly what we see when it comes to the consciousness of sin. Sin, which is the S-I-N, not without, not the one with the S, because the one with the S is the effect of what the sin nature has done. We can see that when mercy was brought to mankind, God took his son and wrapped every of the punishment and made Jesus to become our mercy. He made Jesus to become the one that we now look, we hold on to, to say, Christ, you have paid the price for me. Because you have paid the price for me, I know that my business needs to be blessed. Because you have paid the price for me, it is not based on what? Because from your own standard, you know to where you deserve punishment. But when you are awakened to the consciousness that Jesus has stood as my mercy, Jesus has stood as the one that needs to be, as the one that I know that I am supposed to be punished, but he was punished for my sake. I decree this morning that your eyes begin to open. You will begin to imbibe matters in your heart to route new possibility as we get the force of mercy this morning in the name of Jesus. When it comes to the consciousness of grace, what else again do we know about grace? For me, I keep saying, I say grace is a favor given to man for all-round empowerment. It is a favor that has been given to man. We know too well that the Bible says, He said, by his power had he given us all grace, all things, which means it was given to man. Grace is not a licentiousness for us to be able to live a life of ungodliness. No, it is the empowerment for us to be able to stand through and to be able to pull the covenant working of God. It is an empowerment for us to be able to stay bold and to be able to route new possibility in Christ. When the grace of God was given to you, it was given to you to show the devil that indeed you carry the nature of Christ. Part of the thing that was routed in grace is the righteousness of God uh, that has been embedded on the inside of you the moment you gave your life to Christ. Um, the fullness of the nature, the likeness, uh, the attribute of who God is um, was embedded in your consciousness um, and this morning as you are waking to the fact um, that mercy uh, has been shifted for your sake, uh, grace um, has been given for you. Uh, what else also do we need to understand um, is the fact that faith um, has empowered us to take uh, what mercies and grace has made available. Uh -huh. I feel like saying this again Again, faith has empowered us to lay hold of what mercies and grace has made available. What has mercy made available? Mercy has made available what judgment wants to give you. Mercy has made available what judgment wants to give you. And we see grace also has made available the empowerment for you to be able to do all that God has marked for you. And so faith come into the picture and say for the fact that mercy is available, for the fact that grace is available, let's go take hold of this very particular thing. And that is what we'll be doing this morning. Engaging the force of a 
of mercy to take her. Ability for us to take her. My dear sisters and brother, if your mouth can be on the table, I remember I preached a message a few months back. I said my voice matters in this. If your mouth can be made available, I want you to know too well that every specific request that you are putting this morning, the God in which I serve, the covenant that backs this commission will answer you at the very point of your need in the name of Jesus. Let's begin to look at some of our tests this morning so that you can then understand them. In the book of Romans chapter 3 verse 23 to 26. Romans 3 23 to 26. The Bible says here, it says for all have sins have come short of the glory of God. When it talks about the all have sinned, this does not include the believers because the Romans we could understand that the writers was making it to know what, what salvation what mercy has done for us. He said from the beginning we've all sinned but when we get into the place of the consciousness of Christ so we cannot keep saying I'm a sinner. No, no, no. You are not a sinner anymore when you gave your life to Christ. And so this place there he was addressing the beginning of the beginning of the mystery that happens. He said, for all have sins and come short of the glory of God. He said, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Do you see that you have been justified by the grace that is through the redemption of Jesus Christ. Now verse 25, now make it. This is where you understand where mercy did an exchange. Where mercy did an exchange that gave us a license right for us to appear boldly into the throne of grace. Verse 25 here says, he said, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remissions of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. He said, whom God has set before, which means he's talking about the person of Jesus. So which means the place where we are trying to approach the mercy throne of God, it has been, access has been given to us because why? Jesus has come. That very particular mercy seat that has the very in the Old Testament, it has been torn. And so access has been given to you. The grace for you to get into them, to be able to take hold, to lay hold of your abundance, to lay hold of your fruitfulness, to lay hold of the grace of God, to lay hold of power, to lay hold of dominion. That very particular mercy seat is available for all who would are willing, who will be willing to engage God this morning. And we say in verse 26, he said to declare, I say him, at these at this time, his righteousness um, that he might be just, um, that the justifier of him um, which believeth in Jesus. Um, that which means ability for us to know that we have been justified. Um, that we are the way Christ is uh, justified in my definition. Uh, he said it's just as if you've never seen her. Justified means uh, just as if you've never seen her. You are the one that is looking. Um, that mercy is not available to you. My dear sisters and brothers, uh, I don't care what you have done yesterday. I don't care what you have done two days ago. I don't care what you have done this morning. Uh, but I'm here to introduce you to what mercy has paid for you. I am here to introduce you to what God has made available in his son Jesus. I decree upon your life that the devil that is lying to you that mercy is not available to you that devil is silent in your life in the name of Jesus. One of the things in which I want you to understand that as we begin to get into the throne room of mercy that his grace is always available. I don't know what is the demand you have put on the paper. Please I don't want you to write your demand in, in the phone. I want you to put it on the paper so that you can look into that very particular thing and declare the message of God upon it and to say Lord for the fact that mercy has been made available I do not deserve this. Maybe for you currently you are watching and you are saying that you have done stuff that has 
has the capacity or maybe you are currently going through stuff uh, that you know that you have done in time past. Uh, my dear sisters and brothers, uh, I want you to know too well uh, that the mercies of God, uh, they are available for you this morning to be able to jack you out um, from the judgment you deserve um, and to begin to enjoy uh, what we as platform call uh, the rested life reality. And also one of the things I've said, um, please and um, please, um, this is the instruction one more time. Um, please be specific. Um, Oh, be specific. Be specific. Be specific. I don't know what is that request. I can feel in my spirit. Already, I am already groaning in my spirit concerning majority of you this morning listening to me. Because why I know too well that the grace and the mercies of God, they are available for you to lay hold this morning. And I want your container to be open. I want your container to be big enough. Because mind you, the faith is the capacity to lay hold. And I saw as you become specific this morning, whatever the request you already putting down on the paper i decree answers in the name of jesus one of the things when it comes to the issue of mercy we can see with a guy called the blind bartimaeus blind bartimaeus when he screamed he said thou son of david have mercy on me which means that very particular guy when you see he has already been hanging around the church he has already been hanging around jesus he has heard about jesus he knew too well that mercy can only come from this man that if i sit with the jews if i sit with the pharisees and the Sadducees, i will not get mercy but if i can scream to the son of david if i can scream to jesus i'll be able to lay hold on the eternal mercy that is available right in time and he was specific he says thou son of david have mercy upon me and this is the thing that was very interesting and jesus came to meet the guy here because some of you this morning you were putting your voice i don't want you to be limited by your husband or your wife i don't want you to be limited by your children you will be like the blind bartimaeus you will scream your way this morning and you will shout thou son of david have mercy upon me you know you need mercy in the fruit. You need mercy in your basket. You need mercy in your investment. You need mercy in your business. You need mercy in your health. You need mercy here. Whatever the thing is, you have to be specific. And when Jesus asked blind Bartimaeus, what is it that you want me to do? The guy was not thinking at the moment when grace was available. He wasn't thinking, um, you see, you know, um, I, I don't know. He, he, he was not like the man by the pool of Bethesda. He knows what he wants. And when Jesus asked blind Bartimaeus, what do you want? He said that I may gain my sight again. He was specific. My sight must be back. My sight must be back. My sight must be back. He was not bothered about the people that was around him. He shout his life because why? He knows that he is tired of being blind. And he also wants to enjoy what the beautiful eyes can see. And for me, a lot of people were saying when they did the research concerning that guy that as Jesus opened his eyes his physical eye to see his eyes of his understanding also to know the matters of Christ was also open up. All of a sudden he was also part of the guys that were among the 120 that were following Christ everywhere Jesus was going. His eyes of his understanding was open and also this morning you are going to be intense. You are going to be intense like Hezekiah. We see with the life of Hezekiah when Isaiah came to tell Hezekiah that pack your bag the time for you to die is now. Ah, 
I don't know who you are this morning that somebody has said to you that your time is over. You have finished. Everything good can come out of you. Cannot shock you. Isaiah was a prophet like my kind. He was he had the ability to hear God and not to miss God information. And so all of a sudden God said to him, go and tell Isaiah that he should pack his bag, that this sickness it is unto death and he should begin to arrange his things. The Bible says that Isaiah was, I mean, Hezekiah was intense. He turned his back and faced the wall. Some of you this morning will have to face your wall and scream to God and he was screaming him. He was praying a heartfelt prayer to God and said, God, not in my watch. I have done one, two, and three. I have stayed faithful. It is not my covenant package for me to die with this sickness. And we know too well in verse 5 that the Lord said to Isaiah at that moment, he said, go back. And tell my son that I've added 15 years to him. I don't know who is that this morning. Maybe they have declared to you that this sickness in which you have, this sickness is going to kill you. I am here as a prophet of God to come back and tell you that this sickness, it will be swallowed up by mercy in the name of Jesus. What is it that they have said that is going to die in your life? I want you to begin to look into it. And as I'm talking, be getting angry. And to say to yourself, I refuse this to kill me. I refuse this to kill me him we can also see with another woman her name was called hannah when it comes hannah hannah was detailed in her expression i am giving you examples so that as you begin to write that expectation you write it in such a way where you are not confused about anything Anna was detailed we can see in the book of first Samuel when anna got to shiloh and all of a sudden, Anna made a covenant. In the request she was making to God, she was saying, he said, bless me with a male child. He wasn't just saying, bless me with a child. He was detailed. Bless me with a male child. I want a male, not just a child. She wasn't even asking for a female. She was not asking for something that, that, that looks like human being. She was very detailed. That is the same thing I want you to do this morning. Be detailed in your request. Maybe some of you, you want some certain things to happen in your life. Ability to say, Lord, this is how I want the details to look like. Because why? The Bible says that when we call upon the name of Jesus, when we ask for anything through the mercy that has been wrought on the cross of Calvary, God in his integrity is faithful to make sure that that come to pass. The Bible says that Hannah, she was detailed in her expression. She was detailed. She wasn't just confused. She wasn't asking for a Chinese or a Portuguese or whatever. She was asking God, if you give me this male child, I want a male child that can sit on the throne of David and to be able to route new possibility. I know that God, you need a prophet, but my womb shall be the carrier of your prophet. Before she knows what's going on, her bomb, Eli, the Eli appeared to her and says, because you have made this confession with your mouth, so shall it be. And the Bible says, and she left and she was confident. The next person also we can see here. Because my dear, we are going to do so a lot of prayers this morning. The next person we can see this morning is a guy called Elijah. Elijah, when he comes, Elijah was bold. The Bible says he was, he was, he was a man like a like passions of you and I. He was bold and he was very confident. To the point that the guy could pray and hold the rain. He wasn't even thinking if the rain will come or the rain will not come or the rain will stop. He knows too well that come. As far as I'm concerned, I have the fullness of God. As far as I'm concerned, I have seen grace walk in my life. As far as I'm concerned, I have seen possibilities happen. And the guy was bold enough to the point that Elijah had to pop in New Testament in the order of John, of John the Baptist. He had to, because why he was a man of like passion. He prayed 
read his way in boldness and in confidence. He was not moved. He was not confused. He understand the fullness of what he wants to do. And so this morning as you become specific, become intense, be details. At the same time also be bold as we are about to go down this morning. And also let's look at our test also, the test that majority of you see on the poster. In Hebrews chapter 4 from verse 8 to verse 16. Hebrews 4, 8 to verse 16, the Bible says here, I'll be very quick, some of the tests, I will not be able to read it because I needed us to pray some certain prayer and to also give you some certain mystery that I have seen that have worked us far in my life where it has helped me to stay rested and that's the reason why the mandate of rest was given to me here and I was deployed from heaven to come and give the people rest and let's see what Hebrews chapter 4 from verse 8 to verse 16 is saying. The Bible says verse 8 here says, he said for if Jesus has given them rest, then will he not afterward have spoken of another day? Is there not verse 9 says, he said, there remain therefore rest for the people of God. I don't know who you are this morning. Are you a person of God? A scripture has been mentioned for you. He said, there remain therefore rest for the people of God. Verse 10 says, he said, for he that has entered into his rest, he's also ceased from his own work as God did from his. You can find a coronal verse to that very particular scripture in the book of Genesis chapter 2 and verse 2 and verse 3. I will read that very particular scripture later on, but let's focus this morning and verse 11 says, he said, labor therefore to enter into that rest. Least any man fall after the same example of unbelief. What he's saying, he said, you should labor to enter the rest. The rest has been made available. Ability to labor and part of the mystery that the platform church carries is the mystery of mercy. We understand what mercy can pull. There are some of us that we have tried all our skills, but we know that when we switch to mercy, mercy builds us out. For me, for example, I know too well, that I've tried all the religious gymnastics. I have tried all the systems of the law. I could not enter into the place of rest. But when I begin to switch my faith and I begin to open my consciousness that rest has been made available, boom, before I know what's going on, I was snatched from the place of obscurity and I was positioned at the top mountain where men look at me and they say, what manner of man is this? That same grace that operates in my life, operates in your life this morning in the name of Jesus. For the Bible says in verse 12, he said, for the word of God is quick and is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing asunders of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and marrows and is a designer of a thought and the intent of the heart. When he says the word of God, which is ability for the confession that you are going to confess, I will give you five quick mysteries that you can engage in so that by the time you are praying, you find yourself in that very particular fiver and pull your possibility in mercy. He says, therefore, the word of God is quick and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged word. He said, dividing the asunders of the soul, which means stronghold that has kept you bound. Stronghold that has said that nothing can happen in your life. Stronghold that has been sponsored from your generational past. Stronghold that have been, that have been factored in based on your weakness and based on your ignorance. He said, it has the power to pierce that very particular stronghold. And also, he says, the stronghold of your soul and of your spirit. He said, and also breaking the joints and marrows and also is a designer of thought and the intent of heart. My dear sisters and brothers this morning, I want you to know too well that the word of God understands what you are thinking. The word of God can go in advance to make possibility possible. If only you can be able to be genuine and to say, Lord, I don't want to play games anymore. I have played games with my life and enough is enough. I am tired of the games. I am ready to engage you with the fullness. I am tired of the games. I am ready to come to say, 
say, Lord, I surrender. My hand is up. It is either you or nobody. And we can also see in verse 13, it says, he says, neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. He said, but, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him who we have to do. All things are naked and open. You are the one that thinks that uh, your, your, your sister, brother, auntie, friend, pastors and co are not seeing you. But can I shock you? We have the eyes that flows. My wife like calling him. He said he's the big brother of heaven. We know too well that the big brother camera is always on him. No matter where you are, he sees your heart. He's sees your pain. The Bible says in verse 14, it says, seeing that we have a high priest that is passed into heavens, Jesus the son of God, let us hold fast to our profession. Let us hold fast to our profession. And verse 15, he said, we do not have a high priest which cannot be touched with our infirmities. We do not have a high priest which cannot be touched with our feelings. Which cannot be touched with our infirmities. But which but was in all point tempted like we are yet without sin. In all point, tempted like we are. I don't know who you are. If you think that that pain in which you are going through, Jesus did not go through the pain. He went through the pain. That is why it is your pain that kept him on the cross of Calvary. So that you can enjoy mercy. It is ability to have a happy rested marriage. It is what kept him on the cross of Calvary. It is your ability for you to enjoy the prosperity in Christ. It is what kept him on the cross of Calvary. It is ability for your health to be fine. That is what kept him on the cross of Calvary. It is not your sin that kept him. It it is your enjoyment of life um, that kept him. Uh, he came to take away the sin um, and decided to pay the price. Um, the Bible says he was poor so that you can become rich. Um, his body was beaten uh, so that you can enjoy health. Um, every 39 strokes of cane, um, every stroke of that cane uh, has been wrapped up into every sickness and diseases, uh, pains and worry, fears and anxiety. All was wrapped up in the 39 um, and especially for those, um, maybe your mind, you are not thinking straight. Um, I want you to understand um, that there was something that was done on Jesus' head. His head was put with the tongues. As the blood goes out from his head, every limitation in your head, that blood has actually paid the price for you. As the tone was fixed on his head, everything that is saying to you that you will never amount to anything this year. Maybe coronavirus has spoken to you from January to this very particular month. I stand this morning that your mind begin to open in the name of Jesus. Every implant of the devil, every manipulations of the kingdom of hell, every principalities and power, wickedness in high and in low places um, that have stand to block you. Uh, dub everything Jesus paid on the cross. Uh, he stood on the cross. Uh, mercy was given to you. And that is why this morning we are enforcing that very particular mercy. And also we can then see him in verse 16. Uh, he said, therefore uh, he said, come boldly into the throne of grace. He did not say you should come with fear. Come boldly into the throne of grace. Come boldly. Come boldly. Ability for you to look at that very particular stuff and say not in my watch anymore. Remember last week Thursday I preached. I said if it has to be done, it is up to you. If your life has to change, it is up to you. If your business has to change, it is up to you. I know too well that yes, God has called us into this very particular five-foot walk. But our business is to agree with God's agenda for your life. Life. But we also need to know what is the agenda that you know that God has a mark for you. The Bible says here, he said, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain the mercy. So which means mercy can be collected. That we may obtain. That obtain means to carry. Lord God, I am not coming in my own capacity. I am taking this by mercy. 
I am taking this by mercy. I am taking this by mercy. I am taking this by mercy. That becomes your thought. That becomes your idea. That becomes your, because why? You know that mercy has been given to you. You know that the judgment in which you deserve has been averted by mercy. Lord, I am taking this. I am tired of this level. I am tired of my life. Father, I have been threatened by the devil to say I will not be able to get a gainful employment. I am tired of this testament. Mercy has given me my job. You become bold. Your confession becomes grand. Your thought becomes, you, you, you are confident and bodacious. He says after then, he says then you will find help in times of need. Ability for you because when mercy has given to you, all of a sudden, all the system that says uh, that you do not qualify, help begins to appear on every side. Uh, I don't know who you are this morning. Maybe they've said to you uh, that there is nothing that can ever happen to you from this day onward. Uh, I stand as the prophet of the Most High uh, and as a sent apostle to your destiny to be able to give you rest. I declare every voice that has been spoken uh, that nothing good can come out of your life. Uh, I cancel that voice in the name of Jesus. We also get to see in the book of Genesis chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 3. My dear sisters and brothers, I like saying this to people that God give me privilege. Your father God is resting. He is not in any panic mode. We can see that in Genesis chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 3. The Bible says, Towards the heavens and the earth were finished and all of the host of them, which means everything that God did was finished. And the Bible says, it says, and on the seventh day, God ended his work which he has made and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he has made. He rested on the seventh day. That is why for us as platform we say the rested life is a reality. Why? If our father in heaven is resting, the grace for you to rest is also available for you this morning. God is not in any panic mood. You are the one that is operating with consciousness, fear, and anxiety. Your father, God, the king of your business, the chairman of your life, he is resting in heaven. Then we see in verse 3, he says, And blessed the seventh day and sanctified him, because it had rested from all his work, which he has created, and that which he has made. I don't know what you are going to use your mouth this morning to create. I don't know what you are going to use your mouth this morning to make. If your father created with his mouth and made with his mouth, and the fullness of that same mercy is already embedded on your consciousness, ability to create, ability to make has been given to you. And I declare that as you begin to speak, the rest consciousness will operate in your life in the name of Jesus. Quickly, because of my time, what are the mysteries that are available? Because I needed to understand. There are mysteries that are available when it comes to be able to pray your way into possibility. To pray your way from the position of mercy. There are mysteries that I'm going to put this morning. And when the Holy Spirit was walking upon me to say that I should put this very particular thing, I was skeptical because some of these very particular things are things that we hold because we do not want you to think that we are trying to manipulate you. But for those whose eyes will be opened this morning to see the fullness of of what God has marked for them as you engage in this mystery. You will begin to see things happen for you through mercy in the name of Jesus. The point number one this morning. I'm going to say four things. Maybe I'll say the last one, which is the fifth one. But let me, let me just say four or five things I'm going to say quickly. I will be very quick in this because I know that some of you I can feel from your voice and your anger. You want to pray your way. You want to enter into that throne of mercy. Where you want to obtain mercy and find help. My dear sisters and brothers, this week, I don't know, I am hearing in my spirit to pray and to prophesy and to agree with you. There is a particular thing you want to do this week. If it does not happen this week, it is going to mess 
bless your life. I stand as the prophet and as a saint apostle to your life. I decree this morning everything that needs to happen for you this week. As you put your voice on the table through mercy, I join my faith with yours. It will come to pass in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every devourer. I rebuke every delay. I rebuke every forces of the kingdom of hell that want to stop you from taking hold of that expectation this week. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. The blessing is ahead of you. I want you to stay rested huh, that that thing that you expect huh, this week, huh, for yours it is specific, it has to happen this week. Huh, otherwise your life is a mess. Huh. I have released grace right now for you in the name of Jesus. What are the mysteries? Huh, the prayer mysteries of mercy to engage into. We can start by seeing her. Huh, the first point that we need to understand her huh, is what I call her. Huh, pray according to the will of God. According to the will of God. We can see in the book called in the Hebrews chapter 4. From verse Hebrews chapter 4. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4. We can see that there are some certain mysteries that happen. No, sorry. In the book of James chapter 4. I don't know why I'm going to Hebrew. Because Hebrew has always been my core. It has been my covenant package when it comes to the things of God. James chapter 4 from verse 1 to verse 3. The Bible says in verse 3. I will jump to verse 3. James 4, 1 to verse 3. The Bible says in verse 3. It says here. It says, ye ask and have not received because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lust. He said you did not receive because you asked amiss. When, it, when that word says amiss, which means you ask not according to the patterns that has always been put on the table. If you want to know, I keep saying this all the time. We serve a God of system and principle. A God of pattern. A God of structure. Part of the structure is what we are putting on the table. Pray according to the will of God. Is it the will of God for you to have your children? It's a question that I want you to ask yourself. Is it part of the will of God for you to be gainfully employed? Is it part of the will of God for your life to enjoy divine health? Is it part of the will of God for every devil to be silent in your life? Is it part of the will of God for you to be above only and not beneath? My dear sisters and brothers, the will of God is the only conduit for you to be able to attain to what mercy and grace has made available. Ability to engage with the will of God. Ability to engage with the will of God. Ability to engage. What, what do I mean here? Ability to locate what has been written concerning that very particular case. What has been written concerning that case? We know too well that when it comes to God, it is always it has been written. He said, I honor my words more than my name. See, let me say this to you. As I'm preaching, the Holy Spirit was just putting this. Yes, in the book, we get to understand in the book of Hebrews chapter 4. We get to understand that the Bible says we have a high priest who understands our feelings and also sympathizes with our emotion. But that does not move his hand to operate in your life. He understands your pains. He feels your pain because one, he has seen this very particular thing. He has experienced the pain. But can I shock you? The fact that you are complaining and murmuring, the fact that you are grumbling her, and you are not putting your voice, it does not compel heaven integrity to route possibility for you until you drop the complaint and open your voice and scream, thou son of David, my covenant package of redemption carries my prosperity. I take hold of it until you begin to scream and to begin to shout because why you are now praying according to the will 
James make us to understand her. You pray and you receive not because your prayer means. Praying means means you are not praying according to pattern. You are not praying according to system. You are not praying according to the divine structure on how things will be. Point number one here. According to the will of God. According to the will of God. According to the will of God. The Bible says in the book of First John chapter 5 verse 14. 1 John 5, 14. He says, and this confidence... Oh, Somebody will be going in this morning with a confidence. He said, and this confidence, the assurance, the privilege, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. He said, the assurance and privilege of boldness, which we have in him, we assure him that if we ask anything, make any request, according to his will, mind you, do you see the condition? According to his will, in agreement with his own plan, he listens and he hears us. In agreement with his own plan, he listens and his ears also. Not in agreement with your selfish lust. You want to have that 10 billion so that you can be able to live a life of Dubai. You want to have, can God see your heart? When you, mind you, remember we read him. In one of the scriptures we read as part of the test. He sees your heart. The Bible says he knows the intent. That the word of God goes and he begins to search. Dividing the thought and the intent of your heart. He knows it in full. And so this moment I want you to understand. That the prayer of lamentation only gives you psychological consolation. The prayer of lamentation. You cry, oh father. If you do not do this for me, I will kill myself. After then, so what? The prayer of consolation only gives you psychological, you know, you just, you just, just, just hype your mental head. But it has done nothing. You finish from that morning and groaning, you come back and nothing is happening. Because why? You did not pray according to the will of God. One of the things in which I put here, that it's on what basis do you think that you want to be blessed? Are you coming to request based on the fact that somebody said, or you are coming to make your mercy request based on the fact that you have bombed the part in which Christ has actually made available for you in Christ Jesus? The part in which God has actually made for you in Christ Jesus. Are you coming from the position of your lost, or you are coming from the position of what he has routed in his son, Jesus Christ? One of the things I want you to understand, that the only challenges of the voice is the fact that we are challenging the things of the spirit. So ability to operate with the things of the spirit, your kind of knowledge, you are, you are joking. You are joking. I told somebody, I said, one of the things with us as Platform Church, we teach you how to enter into rest so that when you are there, you make your pastor rest. Because when you now know how to do it, then you don't need me anymore. You can then teach people how to do it. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 21. Isaiah 41, 21, the Bible says, uh, He said, produce your cause, say the Lord. Bring forth your strong reason with the king of Jacob. Produce your cause. Why do you want to be able to have divine health? Produce your cause. Why do you think that you need to be free from this oppression of the devil? Produce your cause. Why do you think for you to be able to enjoy divine health, to be fruitful in your body, to be able to route new possibility in the business? He says, produce your cause. Do you know that when you go to the court of law, you can only defend yourself according to the written words of the constitution. The Bible has made us to understand that our constitution is the Bible. What is written in this Bible is what guarantees your freedom. When you engage this constitution that I'm holding in my hand and you open the page and you tell the master in section Isaiah chapter 2, section 2 verse 3, you quote the scripture for the king and he says, yes, I know this word. 
I know this very particular one, yes. And so because of that, he releases mercy for you. He releases grace for you. He releases speed for you. The Bible that you have in your hand is not just an ordinary book. It is an ancient book that has been inspired by the wisdom of God as a constitution for your redemption to operate in the fullness of what God has marked for you. He says, produce your cause, say the Lord of hosts. He said, bring forth your strong reasons. Reasons this morning must be on the table. Give him sections you know in the Bible. Begin to quote, Lord, you ask me to be here, to ask it shall be given unto me. You say, if I seek it shall found, and if I knock the door shall be opened. Lord, I am asking for my son. I am asking for my daughter. I am asking for marriage. And they say, why? How do you think you are asking for marriage? You tell them. You say, God, you are the one that instituted marriage from the very beginning. You say, it is not good for a man to be alone. I refuse to be alone. Father, because you said it is not good, I refuse to be alone. I take hold of my godly marriage. That is how you bring your strong reasons before the Father. You begin to bombard scriptures by scripture so that when you begin to engage the forces of mercy, all of a sudden the devil have no choice than to bow. Because why? Jesus has shown us the prototype. When the devil appeared before Jesus and he took him to the top of the mountain to tempt him, all the way Jesus used to empower the, to disempower the devil, he keeps saying, it is written. Jesus understand the constitution, even though he was part of the world in that very particular thing. But he understand that the only way my children will be able to take hold of the message that is available can only be by the written constitution that has been made available. We can also see in the book of Isaiah chapter 43 verse 26. Isaiah 43 26, the Bible says here, it says, put me in remembrance. Remind me of your merits. What have you seen that you know that this is your merit? Do you see that, yes, ability for you to work in a profitable organization with all the, with all the, how do you guys call it in South Africa? With all the benefits attached to it. Medical aid, children allowance, traveling allowance, whatever, any allowance that you know that has a name called allowance. Because why? He said, put me in remembrance. Your father is telling you this morning, put me in remembrance of the thing that I have put in on the constitution. He said, let us plead and urge together. Set forth your case uh, that ye may be justified with his ability to be proved right. That yes, that I know that you are coming. That's why I said to you, I don't care what you have done two days ago. I don't care what you have done this morning. Uh, but as you engage on mercy to bring in your strong reason and to put God in remembrance, uh, your merit and your rights will be given to you this morning in the name of Jesus. We can see with some men, like I gave you an example earlier. Example of one of them was Ezekiah. Ezekiah in the book of Isaiah chapter 38 from verse 1 to verse 5. Ezekiah came before the Lord with a strong reason. When Isaiah came and told him that, pack your back, you're about to die. Ah, the Bible says um, in verse 3, and the Bible says, uh, he said, and he said, remember now earnestly. Oh Lord, I beseech you how. I have walked before you in faithfulness, in truth, in wholeheartedly, absolutely devoted to you. And, and have done what is good in your sight. Hezekiah wept bitterly. He wept, he cried for mercy. He brought his strong reasons before the father. He was able to bring his own strong reasons. He negotiated his possibility with the father. This morning as you begin to negotiate your possibility at the mercy seat, I pray that every of your possibility this morning, I have prayed for you and I'm praying for you now again. Every of your voice you are going to put this morning for the mercy, your voice will lay hold of what grace has made available in the name of Jesus. We can also see a guy in the Bible called Cornelius. 
Cornelius was a man, the Bible says, uh, that before we know what was going on, the kind of evidence that happened in the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, uh, and I mean Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1 and chapter 2, uh, where the Holy Ghost came in full force. Uh, Cornelius was a man who was not uh, in like passion when it comes to the issue of even having it. But for the first time, we could see Cornelius pull the God kind of rushing mighty ways. Because why? The Bible says in that Acts chapter 10, from verse 32, from verse 10, sorry, from verse 10, uh, from, sorry, Acts chapter 10, from verse 30 to 32, at 10, 30 to 32, we can see that Cornelius prayed his way. He prayed his way to experience what Peter, James, and John experienced at the upper room. This morning, as you open your mouth to pray, everything in which you need will be given to you in the name of Jesus. Point number two, because my time is really running out. In 10 minutes, I need to finish this very particular point. No matter what happens, we must pray our way into some certain possibilities. Point number two, pray in the name of Jesus. In, see, the name of Jesus has been given as an access code. I call the name of Jesus the courier stamp that takes your package to the destination. That is the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 2 from verse 9 to verse 11. It says Philippians 2, 9 to 11. It said, therefore God, is, God has highly exalted his name. You are not praying according to the name of a Sangoma. That according to, see, if you want to collect the blessings of God, you either do it right or you, or you are wasting your time. I told somebody the other day, I said, see, I am not called. I came late. I have no time to be dancing at double circle. It is either we get into the business once and for all and do it, or you chicken out of life so that people can enjoy rest that they want to enjoy. He says, therefore, God also has highly exalted him, uh, giving him the name that is above every other name, that in the name of Jesus, every kneel must bow. <laughs> uh, of heavens and those of earth, which means every dimension that name answered to. You may be in underground currently now watching to me the name of Jesus I answer to that. You may be sitting currently now streaming from the moon, the sun, the galaxies and the planet, wherever you are, the name of Jesus. Because why he says, he says of those in heaven and of those of earth and those under the earth that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. To the glory of God the Father. I say once in here, I said the legal dimensions of prayer is in the name of Jesus. There are some of you this morning, all you can shout. You look at your life and you look at what is going on, you don't know what to do. Be like Hezekiah and face the wall and just shout, Jesus. Just shout, Jesus. Shout, Jesus. As you shout, Jesus, you will burst forth into the place of your groanings. And before you know what is going on, scriptures and scriptures, they are backing themselves to make sure that the name of Jesus carry your petitions before the Father, before the throne room of the seat of mercy. And before you know what is going on, you are pulling down your possibility. John chapter 14 from verse 13 to verse 14. The Bible says, um, it says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, whatsoever means whatsoever. Whatsoever means anything. See, I know people will tell you that there is a need, there is a want. Anything means, and he said whatsoever. God did not put a whatsoever need or whatsoever want. He said whatsoever ye shall ask in my name. He said that I will do. That my father may be glorified in his son. That I will do. He said if you ask Anything in my name. Anything means anything. Anything means driving Bugatti Veyron. Anything means living in Stain City for those who are in South Africa. Anything means staying in Banana Island for those who are in Nigeria. Anything means staying in Beverly Hills for those who are in South Africa, America. Anything means anything. You are the one that is thinking that when you ask for that very particular $10 billion contract, you are thinking that, am I asking as a want or a need? Remove that very particular thought. It is your flesh that is speaking. As far as God is concerned, anything means anything. 
We can also send the book of John chapter 16, verse 23. John 16, verse 23. He said, And this day ye shall ask me nothing, but verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever shall ask the Father in my name, he shall give it to you. Whosoever means whosoever. I'll stop there on my point number three. Number one, remember, pray according to his will. Point number two, only the name of Jesus is the courier package that can take that very particular request to heaven. Point number three, it must be a heartfelt prayer. It must be a heartfelt prayer. A prayer that you know that you are tired. God, this must go away from me. Your body begins to vibrate where you are sitting. It must be a heartfelt prayer. We can see that with the life of Ezekiah. He turned his back to the wall. He prayed his way. His body was vibrating as I'm vibrating sitting here. He was tired of the nonsense. He was tired of the sickness. It was in the, the, the prayer he prayed touches his bone and his marrows. No wonder God had to quickly send the prophet back to him and say, go back to my son. And tell him that I've added 15 years to his life. I pray this morning that as you open your mouth in a heartfelt prayer and your body begin to agree with the confession of your mouth, everything you are going to put on the table this morning will get an answer in the name of Jesus. We can see that in the book of James chapter 5 from verse 15 and 16. James chapter 5 verse 15 and 16. The Bible says so that you can see that a heartfelt prayer is what God understands. Because if the prayer cannot touch you, it cannot touch God. If the prayer cannot touch you, if you are not tired of the thing, heaven has no business responding to you. Until you get to the point where you say, enough is enough. I am tired of this nonsense. And your body begins to vibrate. Like Jesus, when he was on the Mount of Gethsemane, when he was praying, the Bible says, for his sweat becomes blood. Why? He was praying a heartfelt prayer. His totality was locked in the reality of where he is. And no wonder when he got to the cross, the ability to stay on the cross was based on that prayer he prayed. We can see in the book of James chapter 5, from 15 and 16. James 5, 15 and 16, he says, yeah, he said, and the prayer of, he said, and the prayers of the faith will restore the one who is sick. He says, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sin, he will be forgiven. He said, therefore, confess your sin one to another, your first step, your offenses, and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. You know, this, this is where now the thing comes. He said, the, heart, the heartfelt prayer and the persistent prayer of the righteous man we talks about the believer can accomplish much when put into actions and made effective by God. It is a dynamic and can have tremendous power. He said the heartfelt and persistent, the heartfelt and persistent, the heartfelt and persistent. It is only when you can feel the pain that is when heaven's integrity is committed to perform. It is only when you can say, I am tired. Some of you, after we finish the service this moment, you will lock your door and scream your way in and say, Lord, I am tired. I cannot let December 31st to pack without me getting all that I have lost. Coronavirus might have come to make me lost my business, make me lost my marriage, make me lost my health, make me lost my career. I refuse to see December 31st without me getting everything back again. A heart felt prayer. The Bible says Elijah was a man of light passion. He prayed a heartfelt prayer to the point that he was able to stop rain for three and a half years. He prayed 
earnestly. That's what the scripture says. He said he prayed intensely for it shall not rain. You can find that in the book of James chapter 5 from verse 17 and 18. He prayed intensely, which means he was not distracted by the phone. He wasn't distracted by the husband, by the wife, by the children. He closed his mind to the reality of what is happening. He shot himself to the heaven to the point he was able to go into the tap of heaven and shut down the rain. Can you pray your way to that reality this morning? The message of God is available. The message of God is available. You pray and you forget who is by your side. Another person we see that pray a heartfelt prayer was a woman called Hannah. Hannah prayed that in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1 from verse 12 to verse 28. 1 Samuel 1, 12 to 28. Hannah prayed away and she said, Oh God, you see this one? I must carry my child. I must carry my child. And before we know what was going on, the Bible says in that very particular scripture that her mouth was moving, but voice was not coming. She has locked herself away from the earthly realm and she has shut herself to the throne room of heaven where the mess is available. And all of a sudden, God routed Eli to come and agree with the mandate in which Anna has actually signed up with God. Another person also which we need to see, Jesus, in the book of Luke chapter 22. Luke 22, 24, the Bible says he prayed to the point that his blood, I mean his sweat turned to blood. Your flesh may be weak this morning, but I want to encourage you that as you engage in this mystery of prayers, in these very particular keys that I'm putting on the table, everything that needs to open for you begins to open in the name of Jesus. One of the things also we need to look at, as also as I begin to bring this to a closer, the point number four, the point number four, it must be, you see, one of these very particular things here on this point number four, that if you notice I'm actually adjusting is because um, I have personally used this very particular prayer, this prayer system, to route some certain possibilities in my life when I know that things were not working. And God said to me, my son, Darlington, let the people be able to pray with the covenant grace that is upon your life. Let the people be able to pray with the covenant grace that is upon Platform Church. Let the people be able to pray with the covenant mysteries that backs the integrity of Platform. I tell people, I say one of the things in which I know for sure is the fact that as far as it is a concern to you, there is a covenant that we carry in this very particular commission that brings the rest to you. And so part of point number four, pray with the consciousness of the covenant that governs your spiritual home. Pray with the consciousness of the covenant that governs your spiritual home. There is a covenant that governs this very particular home. Pray with that consciousness. I will show you in scripture quickly. Some people who actually around that possibility. And also pray with the spiritual tribe in which you belong. What is the tribe of platform? We are the family of rest. Which means anything that looks like stress in your life should not survive because your home carries rest mandate. And also pray with the covenant the man of God carry. Who supply the grace for you day in, day out. It is what I call the altar covenant prayer. There is an altar that keeps this very particular commission going. Where even in the place of lockdown, God make us to show up. Where in the place, my dear, let me say something to you. When we started Platform Church in February, all of a sudden, boom, lockdown happened. And God said to me, my son, the only way to trace my integrity and to trace that I am not a God that is moved by coronavirus, you will go in and preach the gospel. And I say, yes, Lord. And all of a sudden, there are some of you that it is in this coronavirus, you get to hear about Platform Church. Because why? 
this church does not carry anything that can buffet us to keep quiet. That as far as the grace is alive and active, people may think that it is over for you. But as long as you connect with the covenant of this commission and you pray your way, Lord, if Platform Church can give birth in coronavirus, Lord, in this season, I give birth to my miracle baby. I give birth to my miracle job employment. I give birth to my miracle sound mind. I give birth to my team. Because why? There is a covenant that backs every man on earth. Especially every one of us who are on the five-fold ministry. There is a grace that we carry. See, stop praying for the grace. God, let your grace rest upon me. He has positioned men that carry the grace in which you are looking for. And one of the grace in which we carry in this very particular commission is a covenant and a mandate of rest. I remember two years ago when I went to the mountain for two days, for three days, and the Lord said to me quickly on the second day, he said, get down from the mountain and go and, go, go and give my people rest. Immediately, I called my wife, baby, it is high time for us to do the work. And I remember I said to her, this is what the Lord has said. Are you committed to this? Because this is where my life is going. And she said to me, babe, if the Lord has said this to you, Let's go. And this is where we are today. There is a covenant of rest that God has given us. It is an apostolic unction for you to be able to operate in the rested life. I decree this morning that as you engage in the covenant of rest this morning, everything that looked like rest for us as a platform will become a reality for you in the name of Jesus. One of the things there is the fact that God daily supplies his order when it comes to platform church. I am still standing with my hand up. I have never one day, my wife bear me witness, we have never one day called a man to be able to pay the bills of the church. Because why? We know too well that faithful is it that calls me. Matthew 16, 18, make us to understand. He says, I will build my church. We have made God to understand that God, this is your mandate. This is your covenant. You will build your church. And I remember in December 2019, on the 13th, he said to me, my son Darlington, he said, for as long as you stay faithful to me, I will bring the men per season and I will bring them per time. Some of you currently now in Platform Church, it is the covenant of rest that has brought you here. I pray this morning that as you engage in these mysteries, your church carries the grace and I will be listing some of the mysteries that operate and some of the covenants in which you carry as a church so that when you begin to cry for mercy, you cry from the position of covenant. Some of you need to cry from the position of the will of God. Some of you need to cry from the position of the name of Jesus. Some of you need to cry from the position of the covenant. I decree this morning that every system you're going to take to engage these very particular mercy prayers, you will take hold of your expectations in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Acts of the Apostles chapter 14 I mean Acts of the Apostles chapter 19 from verse 14 to 16 I want you to see something because covenant, there are men that carry covenant the Bible says in Acts of the Apostles 19 from verse 14 to 16 he says here, he said and there were seven sons, seven sons of one skivers, a Jew and a chief priest which did so he said and the evil spirit answered and said Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? <laughs> Which means the devil understands the covenant package that man carries. Even the devil, I know Jesus carry a covenant package. I know Paul carry a covenant package. You, what one did you belong to? 
This morning as you engage on the covenant, the devil understand the package of covenant in your spiritual home, in the tribe in which you belong. He understand the mysteries. When you engage it all of a sudden, and the Bible says in verse 16, and the men in whom the spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they flee out of the house naked and wounded. What was he saying? When you operate in nakedness, it is because you are not operating in the covenant. Every nakedness that you are currently experiencing, my question to you, are you operating with the tribe and the language that this very particular commissions carry? Or are you doing it your own? You are coming to browse the website and to see if you can actually play games with God. I remember I prayed it years back when I came into the ministry. I said, God, any man that wants to play game with Platform Church, let them not get what they want. If you want to play games with church, you will not get what you want. Because why? I am sick and tired of seeing the games that people play with church. That also include me, the fivefold of the ministry. Any game, it is high time for those who are the sons and the daughter of God to operate in the fullness and to take all that belongs to them. We can also see also part of the covenant secret in the book of Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Daniel 6 verse 10. I want to show you that for Paul and Jesus, they operated the covenant in the book of Acts of the Apostle. Let me show you a covenant that operates when it comes to the issue of connecting with your church. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 6 from verse 10, you can find that in New, New International Version. It says, now when Daniel learned that a decree has been published, some of you this morning, you know that a decree has been published concerning your destiny. A evil decree has been published concerning your life. A demonic decree has been published concerning your marriage. The devil has decided to go on an overdraft concerning your health. He said, now when Daniel learned that a decree has been published. See, there's some certain prayer you pray by connecting to the grace that backs your commission. And the Bible says that he went home and went home to his upstairs room and opened his window towards Jerusalem. What was happening? He knows that Jerusalem carries the grace and the mandate, the covenant for the church to be dom to dominate the earth. The grace is in towards Jerusalem. The Bible says he opens his window, which means God is intentional why he put that very particular part. Because he knows that as a covenant of you opening your thought to the source of where you get your faith, to the source of where you get your empowerment. And the Bible said three times a day, he went down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he has done before. He opened the door, the window toward the Jerusalem, point towards Jerusalem because he knows I may not be in Jerusalem, but I can connect to the covenant that is about, that is routing out in Jerusalem. And when he prayed, we understand that on that particular scripture, when you read deep down, the king all of a sudden bowed to the God of Daniel. Because why? Daniel understand that there are some certain decree that can be made that I cannot route it myself, but I can only route it through covenant. I can only route it through connecting to my spiritual homes. I can only route it by positioning myself as an utter covenant before God. And before we know what was going on, Daniel was able to shift to some certain narratives. Another guy again, as I give this as the last example before, I get, before we get into prayer, his name is called Elisha. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 2, from verse 13 to verse 15, 
2 Kings 2, 13 to 15. The Bible says here, he said, Elisha, he said, then pick up the cloak that has fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of Jordan. Some of you this morning, you are about to stand on the thing that looks like a barricade in your life. And you are about to decree the righteous judgment concerning everything that is happening in your life. And the Bible says, he took the cloak that has fallen from Elijah and struck the water with it and he screamed, where now is the Lord God of Elijah? And he asked, when he struck the water, he divided it right to the left and he crossed over. He screamed, God of Elijah. He was praying from the position of covenant. See, I have seen men in my time. They don't know how to pray and fast. They don't know how to speak in tongues. But they know how to become a covenant partner and a covenant carrier of a commission or a grace upon a man's life. I remember too well, there's a particular servant of God that God has used for me when I was in the ministry. One day I woke up, I said, Lord, I am tired of reading the Bible without me understanding. And I decided to pray my way into a covenant practice. For me, this is what I did. I packaged a seed that morning as I was going to the church, which I was before. And I said, Lord, everything that makes this man to read the Bible and understand it, to the point that he was not confused, I need that grace. I prayed my way for three days. I got to the church on Sunday. After the man finished his service, and this is what this is even a mystery. As the man was quoting the scriptures, and he was quoting the thing before he was able to even bring the context of the whole message, I saw it as a blueprint. Then I know that yes, I've taken hold of it. The other day, my wife and I, we were sitting down and we were just thinking, she was asking me a question. Babe, this man is saying one, two, and three and stuff. I said, Lord. I know that I carry a grace here for me to be able to see this. Lord, as a confidence that operates in my life. And I told my wife, point blank, this is what he means. When we went back to study what he was saying, it was exactly what I said. That's exactly because why I understand the confidence package to leak hold, to take hold of some certain mysteries. This morning, as you engage in the covenant, everything that has been struggling to bow down for you, it will bow down this morning in the name of Jesus. Finally, at point number five, Ability to wrap up your prayer with thanksgiving. Ability to wrap up your prayer this morning with thanksgiving. These five mysteries are secret. The Bible called them the mysteries of the kingdom. They are mysteries of the kingdom. It does not make sense to you, yes, but it makes sense to the one who wants to give you the blessing. It does not make sense to you, yes, but it makes sense to the one who wants to route the possibility to you. It does not make sense to you, yes, but it makes sense to the God who has created you in his image. I pray that as your eyes begin to see these mysteries and you believe therein and practice it, you will take hold of everything that belongs to you in the name of Jesus. We see it. The last point, wrap your prayers and your requests this morning with thanksgiving. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 from verse 6 to verse 7, we know that scripture very well. It says, it says, as you bring your prayers, your supplication with everything, say wrap it up with thanksgiving. Because thanksgiving is thanking God in advance for what he has done for you. You are thanking him, Father, I thank you because I carry my miracle babies. Lord, I thank you because my marriage is living good. Lord, I thank you because my business is fine. You are confessing God's identity using the words of thanksgiving. Because we know too well that the Bible says God inhabits the presence of his people. 
for you to get God to come down for your sake, to be able to rout. I promise as I'm saying this in my head, I wish that we are alive. Ability after we finish pray, we dance and thank God. Because I have seen what thanksgiving can do in somebody's life. You thank God, I thank you because I know that the contract has been signed. I, you know, after you dance your way out, before you know what is going on, you show up before tomorrow in the office. And the boss look at you and say, what did you do last night? I have decided to sign the contract that will give you double promotion. Because you were supposed to be promoted two years ago and last year. We decided to play a game, but I cannot hold it. Because you have already thanked God. By the mercies of God. You have thanked him. and no, You can't thank God for something that you are expecting. And God will not be committed to make it happen. It is impossible. It's like giving a God a credit. And yet you think that it's not going to pay? He will pay for it. He dwells in the inhabitants of Thanksgiving. I pray this morning that as you begin to open your mouth to pray. I don't know who you are this morning. But the time for you to rise up. The time for you to rise up and begin. That request in which you have put on the table. The request in which you have on the paper. It is high time for you to rise up. Open your mouth and begin to decree. Lord, I am coming, oh Lord, with whatever mysteries I've put on the table. For you, it may be the mysteries of praying according to the will of God. Lord, your will says that blessed is me if I go out. Blessed is me if I come in. Your will says that none shall be barren in my land. Your will says says that it is not good for a man to be alone. Your will says that you took my infirmities. Sickness and diseases cannot stay in my body. I want you to open your mouth this morning and begin to pray your way to your possibility. The message seat is available. The Bible says come boldly into the throne of God. Come boldly into the throne. Come boldly. Come boldly and obtain mercy. The time for you to open your mouth and begin to push. The time to open your mouth and begin to scream. Enough is enough. Lord, I am tired of this level. Enough is enough. Lord, I am tired of these times. Enough is enough. Some of you need to turn your back and pray your way. Turn your back to the affairs of life. Turn your back to the concerns. If you need to leave your husband or your wife for this moment and go and pray your way. The message of God is available. The message of God is available. Bring your strong reason before the Father. Produce your strong reasons. Produce your strong reasons. Produce your strong reasons. Lord, I am tired of this level. Lord, I am tired of this time. Father, you say, blessed is my body, blessed is my womb, blessed is my business. I decree this moment, enough is enough. You that devil, I command you, mercy has been given to me. I operate from the position of rest. I operate from the position of mercy. And I decree this morning, Lord, 
Open your mouth and begin to pray. I am joining my faith with you this morning. That request you have on your paper, that request you have on that book. I want you to open your mouth this moment and begin to pray according to the will of God. And begin to pray. Magdalene, there is a grace. Mercy has gone ahead of you. Magdalene, I join my faith with your faith. That request, that desire. Portia, I join my faith with your faith. That which you expect. Portia, I decree right now from this very particular exalted altar, I decree upon your life that that is questioning where is your God. I stand this morning as the prophet over your destiny. It has come to an end. It has come to an end. I agree with that request this morning. Bruno, I Bruno, I join my faith with your faith. The Bible says, in the days of ignorance, God overlooked. But this morning, I decree the righteous God. I decree the mercy of God upon your life. That which you have lost. There is a mercy available. Bruno, I wanted to push. There is a mercy available. My covenant brother in Nigeria, Pastor Anthony. I agree with you. Delta State is arrived. Go and take what belongs to you. I agree with you. Delta State is arrived. The message of God has gone ahead of you. Everything you need open in that place. God asked me to tell you that the ground is open for your taking. 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 This is a covenant day of mercy. This is a mercy we are pulling. The mercy is available. Michael, I pray with you this morning. As you are watching, if you have any prayer requests, you can type your prayer request this morning. Comment on the place in which you are streaming. And for you who are on the radio part, you can send it via SMS. Michael, I agree with you this morning. Every
every power of darkness um, that have stolen all that belongs to you. Um, I compel the message of God. Um, I compel the message of God. Um, I compel the message of God. Um, you begin to gather. You begin to gather. You begin to gather all that you have lost. Um, you begin to gather them back. Um, this month, um, in the name of Jesus. Um, don't give up keep pushing him don't give up keep pushing him don't give up keep pushing him there is a grace this morning Lord, I decree. I stand in agreement with my wife, Kanisa. Lord, I hold my head as a symbol in agreement with my wife. Appear now in the name of Jesus. Appear now in the name of Jesus. Appear now in the name of Jesus. Hakutu Baratozata. We carry a covenant of fruitfulness. Appear. I paratozata le katoza. Hakarotoza le keduja. I decree him. Every agreement with the devil. Every agreement with the doctor's report. I cancel you right now. I cancel you right now. I cancel you right now. Mercy speak for us. Mercy speak for us. Open your mouth and begin to pray. For those of you who want to pray with the covenant that backs this commission, the covenant that backs this commission, I will be listing the covenant. If you remember the covenant, you can pray the covenant. Mercy has gone ahead. Mercy has gone ahead. Mercy has gone ahead. Those of you who have agreed and said platform church is my home. I decree him with the covenant that backs this commission. That you begin to experience rest in all area of your concern. Rest is one thing we enjoy at platform church. We enjoy rest at platform church. I decree upon your life. Anything that looks as unrest, anything that looks like pain, anything that looks like shame, I command it right now to cancel him off your life in the name of Jesus. Another thing we enjoy as a covenant, we have undeniable proof of God's power. Undeniable proof of God's power. I have seen God make people who were buffeted by the devil. All of a sudden, by this commission, they were built out from the oppression of the devil. Undeniable proof. I want you to pray the covenant. Undeniable proof of God's covenant. It is what we enjoy as platform church. Also in platform, we enjoy grace for exploit and speed 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 we carry what we call divine health and divine healing pray according to the covenant of your church if you cannot pray according to the will of God pray according to the covenant of your church your church carries a grace for divine health 
and divine healing. Every sickness in your body cannot survive under this covenant. Another grace we carry. We carry grace for financial prosperity. Grace for financial prosperity. All of a sudden, you engage in gainful employment. Your business begin to prosper. Grace for financial prosperity. One of the graces which I know as a humble servant of God, as a deployed God son on this earth, is the fact that one of the graces we operate on the grace of supernatural wisdom. Supernatural wisdom. Supernatural wisdom. Open your mouth and begin to decree. Lord, supernatural wisdom. Your commission carries supernatural wisdom. Ability to know what to do at every point in time. Ability to know how not to get stuck. Ability to know how to bend yourself out from any circumstances. Another grace we carry the covenant that backs platform church is the covenant of all round restoration. All round restoration. I don't care what you have lost, there is a restoring grace. I don't care what you have lost, there is a restoring grace. Pray according to the covenant. Pray according to the will. Package it with the name of Jesus. And at the same time, begin to pray your heartfelt prayer. There is no untimely death with platform church. None shall die among platform church. No death among platform church. I refuse anybody to die. Death is not our portion. I don't care the mistake. I don't care if you take any poison. I don't care if you stand in front of a trailer. You cannot die. Another grace we carry in platform church. The covenant that backs our church is the covenant and the grace of upliftment and glory. When men begin to see you shine, men begin to wonder what kind of God you are serving. And you tell them, I am serving the living God. I am serving the God of platform church. I am serving the God of the rested life. I am serving the God that has made all rest available for me. Another grace and the confident we carry. We carry the confident in the grace of no setback. I don't care how far you have gone back. No setback for you as a platform member. No setback for you. No setback. Undeniable proof of God's plan in all area of your life. Undeniable proofs of God's plan in all area of your life. Undeniable proof. I can see that you are pushing. Push one more time. Push one more time. I see the hand of God touching your body. I see the hand of God touching your mind. I see the hand of God. Right now, I am seeing on three people right now that the glory of the Lord, you are seeing your mind open. You are beginning to see a bright light happening in your house right now. That is the glory of God. Push. They have brought your package in mercy. They have brought your package wrapping mercy. Another grace we carry, we carry miracle signs and wonder. I remember the Lord said to me in 2018, He said, My son, signs and wonders will follow them. Miracle signs and wonders will follow the people as they embark on the covenant practice. Miracle signs and wonders. That is the covenant of platform church. Pray your way in that reality. 
Katoza le kateje bratoza. Rakatoza le kaduja la katoza branoza. Hare katoza le kataha. We have what we call him. Unending supply. Unending supply. Unending supply. Unending supply. Where every day of your life, you have a supply that is coming for you. Every day of your life, the Bible makes us to know that God daily loaded us with benefit. He daily loaded us with benefit. Every day for Platform Church, it is a new day. I have seen God announce his platform into corridors of influence. I was sharing a testimony with one of the daughters of this commission. I said, all of a sudden, God is beginning to open doors in Rwanda, open doors in Kenya. And I said to them, when the time is ripe, I will join you in that. That is a God that we talk on ending supply, on ending influence, on ending supply, on ending influence. Pray according to the covenant. Another covenant in which we carry, we carry ever increasing growth and all round enlargement. Ever increasing growth. We grow in all round. Growth in your family. Maybe you are two, you want to get to four. There is a growth available. Maybe you are one, you want to be two, you want to be happily married. Ever increasing growth and all round enlargement. Enlargement in your business, enlargement in your family. Rekoto barato zakadesha. The message is available this morning. Ratuku do leketesha. Another grace we carry. We carry a crisis-free life. A crisis and a stress-free life. A crisis and a stress-free life. Push yourself. A crisis and a stress-free life. Push yourself. Lord, I am tired. Platform Church carry a stress-free life. I enjoy stress-free life. I enjoy crisis-free life. I am tired of the crisis. I am tired of the stress. Rekutu Lord, I decree. I join my faith with my wife. In a rutukutu late satosa. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Ipatole Gaduja Latosa, Haricutu Batacatosa, Ricutu Baratosa Tata, Arato Totelegade, Ricutu Batosa, Ratatosa Caduja, E Baratosa Cateja Bratosa. Another grace we carry as a covenant and platform church. We carry influence and impact in any chosen career. Influence and impact. I remember when I was still active in the entertainment industry. There is nobody around my corner that does not know Darlington of the dexterity. Darlington of dexterity. Now the voice has changed. Darlington the apostle. Darlington the platform. It talks about influence in the areas of your career. I don't know what is the chosen career you have chosen. There is a grace and a covenant for you to be the name, for you to be the one that people call. Reketoza Bratoza. We also operate in the increase in revelation and working in divine plan, whereby we do not just operate by accident, we don't operate by mischiefs, we don't operate by chance, we operate by God. Also, we operate on sweatless free triumph. Sweatless free triumph. Sweatless free triumph. Where you engage your work this week, all of a sudden, what used to get you tired, all of a sudden, you just operate sweatless. Sweatless triumphing. 
Sweat less triumphant. Sweat less triumphant. Arotoza la katoza. Finally, we carry grace for help and grace for fruitfulness. Grace for help and grace for fruitfulness. One more time in this one minute, I want you to lambano in the spirit. Begin to pray in tongues. As you pray in tongues also, begin to thank God. Lord, I thank you because I know that I carry my miracle babies. I thank you because I know I operate in divine health. A grace has been released this morning. The covenant to engage the force of mercy. Jesus has become that mercy. And we've approached the throne with it. As you are praying, as you begin to thank God, I don't know who you are this morning, and you are watching and you are saying, I don't know Jesus. Or maybe for you, you have backslid. You have shifted from the things of God. Coronavirus have shifted you. All of a sudden, you do not want to have anything to do with God, simply because you thought that it is only your way. But now you have heard the God of mercy. You have heard how we have activated mercy in all around in our life. And you want to give your life to Christ this morning regardless of the location in which you are God is a God of distance God no distance is too far from God God's hand can stretch to you even though you are in Timbuktu whether you are in Afghanistan or maybe you are in China or maybe you are in Nigeria or Ghana there is a grace that is about to release to you and you say pastor I want to dedicate my life back to God. I know that I have gone a wire. I have shifted my lines. I have changed my confession. I have done stuff that I am not proud of. I want to come back to the fold. I want to come back to Christ. Please, can you lead me? I will be joyful to lead you to Christ. The information currently is already on the screen. Please take advantage. Reach out. I would like to pray with you. But for this morning, you want to confess Jesus as a Lord and personal Savior. Or maybe for you, you want to rededicate your life to Christ. I pray this morning as you make this confession that your eyes will open. For those of you who are still praying, keep praying as we make this confession. I want you to open your mouth and say, Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my God. I know that I have strayed away. I have chosen to come back home. For as you are in heaven, let that be a reality of me. I believe in the dead. I believe in the burial. I believe in the resurrection of Jesus. Lord, be my God. Be my Lord. And be my Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. If you've made that confession, I want to say to you, welcome to the family of God. And like we like saying in Platform Church, welcome to the family of rest. I would like to pray for you this moment before we pray generally and begin to bring this to a close. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your sons and your daughter that have come to you. Father, they've rededicated themselves again back to you to say, Lord, it is all of you and none of me. Lord, I decree this morning, I pray for you this morning, everything that you have lost, as you have chosen to come back to God genuinely, I release a restoration grace upon your life in the name of Jesus. 
everything that has buffeted you, every tormentations, every lamentations of the devil over your life, every pain and disgrace that you have thus far suffered, it comes to an end in the name of Jesus. Lord, this morning I pray for everyone this morning listening to me. All the family of rest. I want you to lift that request you have wherever you are. Lift that request you have written. The specific one you have lifted, written. I want you to lift it up. And as I begin to release mercy upon it. Lord, you said to me that your sons and your daughters should be specific. Lord, I have released your counsel and your mysteries before them. I decree this morning, every voices that has spoken negative to that request on the paper, I cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I decree him. Every request that they have put it down, oh Lord, on that paper. Lord, I decree this morning um, that they get speedily answers um, in the name of Jesus. Um, Lord, I compel mercy to speak for everyone this morning. Um, I compel mercy to speak um, for everyone this morning um, in the name of Jesus. Um, Lord, you have deployed me, oh Lord, on earth. Um, to come and give rest to your people. Lord, I decree this morning. Every stress that they are currently experiencing. Stress in their marriage. Stress with the fruit of the womb. Stress in their business. Stress in their career. Lord, every area of stress and of concern. Lord, I release a speedily answer in the name of Jesus. Lord, I break every yoke of the devil that is currently speaking in anyone's life. I command by the mercies of God and the grace available in Christ Jesus. Lord, I lay hold by my faith and I join my faith with them this morning. I release your package of inheritance in the name of Jesus. I decree him. Every torment in your marriage, every torment in your health, every torment in your body, they come to an end in the name of Jesus. I pray concerning you this morning. I declare that this week will be your blessed week ever in the name of Jesus. For some of you that you are about to go back again and to push yourself. You will bump into Christ physically. You will bump into Christ physically. You will bump into Christ physically. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord I thank you. I thank you because you said that as my voice oh Lord will be put on the table. You will run with it to make sure that your children enjoy all that I've said. Right now Jesus I thank you because I know that everything that I've said, that currently now it is in operation. Thank you because I know that they are laying hold of all their eternal blessings. They are laying hold of all their earthly blessings. They are laying hold of all that they have lost. To you I give all the glory. Father, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the mighty one in battle. You are the El Shaddai. You are the Gonjama Yezulu. You are the Elerwike. You are the Oba Waba. I decree this morning as a righteous judge and the king of glory. We have compelled mercy this morning. Lord, let mercy speak for everyone right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we know it is done. To you we give all the glory. In Jesus' victorious name we pray. 
and you all say it. Amen. That's all we have for today, but be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, family of rest.